Hi, welcome. This is a, a leadership collaboration series uh, with my uh, colleague uh, Nancy Halpern all the way in New York. Uh, we call it Leadership Lessons uh, from Across the Pond. And uh, Nancy and I tackle uh, key leadership challenges on a weekly basis uh, via LinkedIn Live. Uh, these could be sort of current to the context we're in and some will be sort of evergreen challenges. And we wanted to share our two very different perspectives on solving these leadership challenges. Do enjoy. Thank you. Welcome to Leadership Lessons from Across the Pond with myself, Julian Roberts, and my co-host, Nancy Halpern. Good to see you, Nancy. Good to see you, Julian. I see once again, you are represented by the entire world behind you on the map, and I am represented by spring. Seasonal. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, a recipe for success on our conversation today, I'm sure. Every time. So today uh, we're talking about something which, to be honest and frankly, everybody's talking about, uh, whether that's on social media or in, in the press. Uh, all the conversations I'm having with CEOs and MDs is hybrid working and how to navigate this um, challenge and it is a challenge for organizations and so we're going to spend the next three or four weeks uh, looking at this because I think it warrants this sort of in-depth uh, conversation because there's a lot to talk about uh, and we want to create some insights today for you and some challenges and perhaps some things you've never even thought of uh, but today we're going to focus on how can HR do hybrid right uh, so we're managing various aspects of the organization so we're starting with HR and so, Nancy, it'd be good to have your thoughts as we start straight at HR right now. Well, I've been in an HR role um, many years back for about 18 months to two years at a Fortune 500. And I'm very grateful, frankly, I'm not in corporate HR right now. I think that HR is going to be in one of its greatest times of challenge. And also one of its greatest times to actually change how we even think about HR. So for many years, HR was really its true role was protecting the interests of the company. And it had a bad reputation. You know, every once in a while, like in Fast Company or another magazine, there's be a, a cover story. Why do we hate HR or reinventing HR? I think there is a perceived shift or at the very least an expectation that HR's mm. role in going hybrid would be to shift that they are responsible for the well-being of the employee mm. more in a way than they are to protect the corporation. And taking on that role is different. I also think that, so that's one thing to get a uh, hybrid right, is how do you fold in empathy, mental health, psychological safety into this return to hybrid. I think the other big component for HR to get hybrid right is to uh, more uh, enthusiastically perhaps or more actively embrace the role of people analytics. You know, I've had some like awesome guys, they tend to be guys, um, on my podcast to do people analytics and this blending of data with behavior in a way to predict how people work best together, how to motivate behavior is really a great 
science and art blended together. So I think the role of technology, be it EI, be it data science, well, something is something that HR folks will need to get increasingly comfortable mm. with as a major tool uh, in their tool chest. And, you know, they haven't had to do that before. That's been sort of like HRIS, you know, that's like a little sub thing. But I think it's going to become more and more important. What are your thoughts, Julian? Well, my, my thoughts, uh, I think it's a huge thing and a huge responsibility of getting this right for HR. And as much as, you know, I mean, if we, if we turn the more the, the terms where people call them chief people officers, uh, which I think is a better term anyway, uh, it talks about the people. And, and as you said, I think it's more shifting more to the people as opposed to the organisation. Um, and as much as it is their responsibility, um, I always believe it, from a leadership perspective, it's a, it's a broader responsibility. And I think organizations that I think will succeed in this is perhaps the HR person, people person may do the executional piece and lead that transformation. Uh, but with the support and the, inter, I suppose, the inputs from those wider leadership teams, I, I think that's really important because as much as, um, they'll do things on a day-to-day -day basis that wider leadership team are walking around or talking to other individuals in the organization and they need to be on the same sort of um, hymn sheet, so to speak. So, so that's really important for me. And I guess I've thought about this and I've, and I've got some ideas of some specifics, but I came up with three words, which yeah. for me, um, to keep it really simple and succinct. Um, and three words that are all about um, almost keeping at the heart of, of whatever you do, think about this. And the words are collaboration, connection, and communication. So however you go about this hybrid, make sure people can still collaborate. And, you know, that's that whole thing about keeping people, people included. Because I think there's a concern where some people might be working from home, don't always feel included yeah. in the conversations or the meetings. And we have technology that can, can facilitate that. So make sure collaboration is, is facilitated and enabled. Uh, the connection piece, you know, find ways of creating that connection. And that may be phasing people coming in Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or they all come in on a Wednesday. However that's done in an organization, there's opportunities to connect in person as much as virtually, but also providing virtual opportunities for that connection. Um, and then communication. And I think that's through all of this it is, is, is really essential uh, of how we endeavor to make sure we communicate the plan, the process, how you connect, how you collaborate, all those things is vital. And that, again, that's really quite challenging as well. Um, so that's to me the sort of principles uh, of, of that uh, in terms of hybrid working. You know, I think those principles are always important and they are absolutely spot on. They're the right ones. They are have been increasingly important um, last year and even more important as you re-enter you know it's almost like a, a rocket ship that's re-entering the atmosphere and you know how typically there's like it goes on fire at the end we don't want that um i do think there are some role sort of oh what's that term from consulting engagements isn't it called like scope crawl or something like that when when a project is scoped a certain way we're going to work on abc and all of a sudden def creep in mm. um, i can see that for hr in the year ahead and what i mean by that is they're going to be asked 
to do a lot of different things simultaneously or sequentially. They're going to be, they've always been the chief therapist, but I think there's going to be an increase in that. They've always been the head of complaints. I think there will be an increase in that. They will be asked to mediate or adjudicate uh, people who are concerned that the person next to them didn't get vaccinated or is coughing a lot, but they won't wear a mask. They can't ask, at least in this country, if you've been vaccinated, I think because of HIPAA, what's called HIPAA regulations about privacy, about health. I think that they're going to be upset if someone is, you know, they think they took out a tape measure and they're 5.5 feet away instead of six feet away. I mean, everyone has their own story Mm. and their own belief sets about what is safe and what isn't. And I think HR might be pulled into a lot more dispute resolution, as well as HR will need to become, frankly, um, either hire um, more legal counsel or become acquainted if they have offices in multiple states. Or like in this country, Mm. in HR, right, that you are in charge of benefits, payroll, and all those old-fashioned administrative functions. But if you have someone living in a different state who's only commuting in two days because of hybrid, do they have to pay taxes in the state they work in? Because before they did, because you were there five days a week. But I don't know how the law has evolved, evolved, sorry, So and what's involved. So I think you'll find that HR are becoming uh, many experts on employment law. So their job is going to expand. And Mm. for a lot of HR people who I think felt kind of drowning in processes and procedures, they're going to be involved in drafting procedures and policies with the knowledge that either A, they won't work, B, they're temporary, or C, they'll have to change them after six months anyway. Uh, because it's not working at all or mm. negotiating different parties' feelings about this. So what do you think, Julian, about how the role of HR might have to change in hybrid? I, I, I agree with you. I mean, you've, you've panned out some, some incredible sort of insight there in terms of what may be involved uh, in terms of the, the knowledge will be expected of them. And I agree that the whole legality things, the financial piece, the health and safety. And I think this is where HR, as much as they're part of the people equation in terms of delivering on that, need to set some real clear parameters of that scope, as I agree with you. And I think right up front, and any companies embarking on this, and most companies will be doing this in some shape or form, is put a real very clear definitive dimensions on what their role is and what support they will need. And I think going forward, it's important that they will need extra support. And whether that's more consultative outsiders coming in for a period of time to help them bridge this or experts to call upon outsourced, um, they can't do it all. And it's getting back to the core of what they're trying to do. And I think as much as there is a lot to navigate, and it's almost bit like last year is is navigating in in those uncertain times it's the same place really it it is uncertain because we've never been there before and on this scale i know some companies hybrid already so there's slightly different but most haven't 
And I think it's getting back to that that communication piece, isn't it? And trying to make sure we get clarity with the employees as well as the employer in terms of that communication, that dialogue. Because there will be those pernickety individuals who will say, oh, it, it's only five foot and a half foot or whatever. And there will always be those, regardless, hybrid or not hybrid. But en masse, most people are pretty sensible, I think. And as long as there's a clear... clear guidelines principles whenever you want to approach it um i think that would be helpful um have you got any thoughts on some other specific things they could be doing to help now as they come back to hybrid in the next three four months depending on how quickly they want to do it i do actually uh <laughs> number one uh if you and hr all you hr folks out there do not have strong strategic alliance is with key members of leadership. Now is the time to be working and building those because you will need those in terms of rolling things out, sustaining the organization. It's managers. I mean, whose responsibility is it to get hybrid right? Is it the managers or is it yours? And perhaps it's a shared responsibility, but you need good partnerships. You cannot be working mm. so in isolation from your leadership. As you said before, Julian, you really need to be in partnership with your leadership. So that's one thing I'd be focusing on more than a policy in a sense right now. The other thing that I would invite people to do if you are in, that, in a kind of company where you can, man, this is such a great time for experimentation. You know, it is a human experiment on a global scale, or certainly in your company is not an exception. If there were ever a time to be playful, creative, turn it upside down, mm. try it, you know, this is the time. If you have been feeling bored at work or, you know, overtasked with all these stupid little things to do, here is a great chance to bust out of that kind of professional shell. And do something wacky with your workforce or with your spacing. Or, you know, there's lots of resources. Google, which, of course, has more money than, you know, anyone ever will again, has been doing some really creative things. That's all out there. Um, you can Google what Google is doing. Big article in the New York Times about two weeks ago about it. Some companies are doing. Microsoft is also putting out some of its ideas. So I would. You know, you can borrow something from a much larger company. And I, I just think it's a great time to experiment. And I think also tapping into that creativity can help with the kind of overwhelmingness of trying mm. to get hybrid right. You will not get it right because nobody knows what right is. And right for you may not, you know, right for Nancy Halpern Inc. may not be right for Julian Roberts Inc. So just try to get it good enough right now. Because this is going to be a very iterative process. Yeah, and I, I agree that whole giving things a try, you know, it's, and it's a good opportunity to almost get employee engagements, get other people to feed in ideas and, and how to navigate. Not Perhaps not too many because you don't be overwhelmed with loads of ideas, but it may be a little task force with various different functions around the organization to really create that way of working and engagement as well and give it a try. And if it doesn't work, say okay we learned from it let's move on and that's one thing i would say is look back in the last 12 months and look at some of the learnings you gained from shifting to remote working in 2020 at, on a you know a very short space of time but there is some learnings with all that massive learnings 
And the final one for me is just make sure we keep the sort of well-being piece at the heart of all this because it's quite tricky. Uh, and whether the people like being away from home or not included, not included, all that sort of stuff, I think it's important to make sure we're, we've got well-being at the heart of whatever policy, strategy, principles we put in place uh, to make sure we keep our staff on board. And we're already racing, but you want to you want to say something very quickly, Nancy. <laughs> make sure we put the human forefront absolutely in human resources human absolutely good well i hope you enjoy that i hope i gave you some thought and um join us next week as we continue to talk about hybrid working thank you good seeing you nancy good seeing you julian see you next week take care bye everybody bye